Welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. A show with tired rhetorics and repeated show for show formats. Hosted by two... Did you mean to say rhetorics? Uh, I think I meant to say rhetorics. Rhetoric or rhetorics? But is it not just a way of pronouncing, <laughs> pronunciating it? <laughs> rhetorics or rhetorics? <laughs> Is there a difference? There's two different meanings there, I think. Is there? Well, there you go. I learned something new today. Anyway. There we go. Okay. A show with tired rhetorics and repeated show formats. Hosted by two... Grammar Nazi pricks. Isn't character? What's a... What? A rhetoric. I said, oh yeah, I hate rhetoric. It's a uh, Obelix, is it not? From the um, the hit Ge- TV show mm-hmm. Tension. Geri- Geriatrics, because he's the old man. <laughs> right, fucking listen. Let's just do the intro, and then we can get to. Have you got fucking ending for the show, by the way? Yeah, I will workshop one once you try this yeah. intro again. Okay. <clears throat> Now fuck it. Welcome to that guy's maniac podcast, a show with tired RH words and repeated formats. Rias, <laughs> yeah, rhythms, uh... <laughs> rhododendrons. Oh, that's a good one. Um... <laughs> right, fucking Farley. Where can we be found? You can find us all over the internet. Um, you can find us uh, at that guy's a maniac on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course the home of that guy's a maniac. Used to be a blog, now it's pretty much just a podcast posting machine. <laughs> www.thatguys.co.uk. Yeah, and, that, and that's <laughs> <laughs> at least you said all your words correctly. Um, <laughs> correctly, <laughs> correctly, correctly, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, I didn't introduce you, did I? No, no, fucking hell! This is all really fucked. Who left me in charge of the fucking intro? You uh, did, I think. Yeah, technically, I did, I, yeah, did. Yeah. technically, I did. Shit, fucking can't get the staff these days. Right, so uh, what we're we going to be talking about today, Farley? Thank you, Richie, um, <laughs> aka Barley. Um, how do we bring this content to listeners' ears? That's a very good question, Richie. Uh, <laughs> we rely on the support of, of our sponsors in order to get this machine on the road. I don't really know where I was going with that. Uh, this week we're supposed to buy the planet Jupiter. The planet Jupiter. Okay, cool. Thank you, planet Jupiter. Just for the planet. Yeah, just kind of like circling around in the solar system, taking all them asteroid hits with a big, big, big whirlwind on it. Okay, cool. Cheers, Jupiter. Having a big storm. Yeah. Did you hear that the red, that the storm's like slowing down a bit? Oh, I blame COVID. Or 5G, 5G. Sad times. Yeah, 5G definitely. 5G. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, so as a consequence, Jupiter's having to 
do some PR. Some of the other planets are getting ahead of it in the rankings. So thankfully they're sponsoring uh, Grassroots uh, British Gaming Podcast. So Jupiter. Wow. Are we Grassroots? According to Jupiter we are. So fuck it. We are Grassroots. Jupiter says so, you know. So what are we going to talk about today, Farley? Um, well, two things. First thing is uh, we're now on episode 31, so um, perhaps it's time for a TGA, TGAMAGM um, oh, right, review okay. of how things are going. So how do you think it's going? Um, I would say that it's been going reasonably well. Richie was doing quite well at the openings, but recently mm-hmm. has started to uh, fuck them up royally. Um so I don't know, maybe Notice. we just need to yeah, we need to do something to try and get him to focus up and um, pay attention a little bit more on, on those intros if he's going to take the responsibility for it he just needs to do it right, you know um, I, and you know we like him, he's good just, you know if he, you're going to do that do it right and do it properly um, Farley honestly uh, in my opinion He's not doing much of the heavy lifting, um, but I don't know. People seem to like him more than Richie, so we got to keep him there. Yeah, we've had good feedback about the uh, sponsor reads um, and also saying the words in the right order <coughs> about uh, the comes one host. Um, we've had a good range of topics and formats uh we've not yet had to bust out the final fantasy 7 episode and that's when you know a podcast is really struggling yeah <laughs> yeah um so we're probably a couple of episodes at least away from that other than that uh yeah surprised surprised really how was the uh, analytics uh, the analytics show that people are listening to us. Now, I'm just going to okay. take two seconds and get the analytics up because we've got some interesting things. So, as you know, I have friends who are in Scotland and it looks like all of my friends in Scotland are not listening to this because there is minus... Or sorry, I think there's 0.1% of people <laughs> in Scotland. Minus. Minus. People are downloading the podcast and then walking to the border and throwing their phone <laughs> back into the negative, yeah, exactly. negative reach So yeah, it seems like uh, I, yeah, I've abandoned my friends. Um, most of our listeners are in America mm-hmm. for some reason. Okay. Um, America. Yeah, so like, shout out to to those over the pond. Um, they also seem to be regular listeners as well, um, which is quite surprising, and I I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our focus groups definitely suggested that, uh, that there wouldn't be regular listeners to this podcast, and that's a surprising finding from the analytics now. Yeah, that we actually have regular listeners. Um, yeah, there's like a, I think there's a new statistic up on the analytics. Uh, it actually says we have nine unique listeners. Oh my gosh! Well, and we have an estimated audience of eighteen. That's fantastic. That's good news. <laughs> this current growth rate 
uh, we might hit the mid 30s by episode 60. Yeah, um, that is a, a good growth rate projection. Let's hope that it's exponential um, and, and goes a, a little bit higher. Um, our most favourite episode, or most, yeah, most most yeah. favourited episode, I don't know, uh, is the um, the Amiga one. Is the word popular? Oh, really? Yeah, everyone likes the Amiga one. So, uh, oh, and that's probably because it's appealing to all the middle-aged white British men in America who in America <laughs> <laughs> expats who, yeah yeah uh, yeah who themselves probably also do uh, shitty podcasts yeah well that's good news um, yeah so that's the AGM out the way um it will you can see all the financial reports and stuff uh in your special packs that will email the uh, committee members for the TJM Corp organisation running board committee uh and then the next order of business is this week's episode. Yeah. Uh, and we thought we've had a couple of easy ones that didn't really require much in the way of research or work. So this time we've set ourselves a huge challenge. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a couple of obscure games. Do you want to talk about your <laughs> obscure game first? Yeah, so I, I'm going to talk about um, this game. You, you might not have heard of it. It's, uh, it's quite rare. Um it's a little little game called uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, I've yeah. heard of that. It's All like right. a mobile game. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a mobile game, uh, except that you play it on desktop. And okay. yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's one of these ones which uh, use the term always online. Um, so you you have to play it when you're online all the time. So I don't know if you've ever played any games like that at all. You know um, how many. <laughs> If Let's just fucking stop it. No, no. Let's guesstimate. <laughs> I can't keep this up. The number of players. Did you say it was uh, a moderately multiplayer online game? Uh, I'd say it's more massively multiplayer <laughs> online game. Some might call okay, it. Okay, we're doing a lazy. We're doing a lazy World of Warcraft Pokemon episode. Everybody, uh, <laughs> if you don't like those two games. Uh, then. Uh, then this podcast is not for you, I guess. Um, <laughs> right. We might lose five of our five of our nine uh, regular listeners. Eighteen. Um, Eighteen regular visitors. Eighteen regular visitors. Um, <clears throat> so, as you may know, every now and then, um, we don't just like to talk about the new games uh, or the old games that we can barely remember without looking up key facts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listen to our to podcast about, right? whilst we type on wikipedia <laughs> uh, clacking your keys in the background um but we also like to check in with those games oh the computer's not happy with that um we just like to check in with those games which keep us playing uh so those games which we've played for in both of these cases decades Last we heard from World of Warcraft, um, you and your guild. Shout out to your guild. What's your guild? Guild is Countdown on EU Razor Gore server. Shout out to those random nouns. Um, <laughs> and Anchorage had come out and you'd done it 
and were a bit disappointed because oh. you were kind of well prepared for it. Is that well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, disappointed that we were well prepared for. It. Yeah, that's that's probably a good sum up. No, like it was. I think in general, um, there was a feeling. Well, from like the other podcasts and uh, sort of Reddit and things like that, that Anchorage was going to be a difficult raid and people best be prepared. It's going to be harder than anything we'd ever done before. And then we got in and we did it in one night. And I think most people kind of did it in one night sort of thing. I think we struggled on one boss. um, But it's just kind of a case of, like, this is not a hard raid and... Our memories of what was difficult from 2006 uh, versus now because of, one, the ability to have much, much better communication such as Discord and also the fact that there is so much information out there on how to do bosses and win bosses and things like that just trivialised a lot of the content there. So but when did that Sorry, go on. When did Anchorage drop? Anchorage dropped. Yeah. Oh gosh, I would. I want to say August. Um, now you're going to make okay. me fucking clack the keys to find out. <laughs> so, uh, so roughly, roughly three months ago. Yeah. So, what have you guys been doing? Well, repeatedly doing. Um, wow. Well, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Anchorage over and over in WoW Classic, um, and it's sort of been. Uh, it's good um, like we got our time down from like three and a bit hours down to just under two hours um, which is it's not the fastest way to do it but we are not a try hard guild we're actually what you call a dad guild um, I, and that's become a thing um, not be- my real dad <laughs> I'll show you a real dad. Um, <laughs> no, no, um, it's it's just become a thing because um, there is a lot of people who are our age who have kids and are now going back to play World of Warcraft. So it's kind of a a casual, but we're playing it to you know to win, not playing it to just sort of have a a, a fuck about sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, and it's great. So kind of, so kind of a. A halfway house between uh, super serious, uh, you know, organised army sleep is cancelled. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that class because it's not fun. And, uh, you know, um, logging in to muck around and do dances and whatever. Somewhere yeah. in between. Yeah, exactly. Literally, uh, one of the first raids I did, there was this. Uh, synchronized dance everybody did <laughs> so I mean there is a, a general amount of uh, good fuckery going on in there and um, yeah I mean uh, the guild actually categorizes itself as casual plus so it's like casual raiding but we want to get the stuff done so that's the plus we're not hardcore hardcore minus is probably uh, if you're going to look at it as a rating system uh, we're probably closer to casual plus than we are to hardcore minus on some oh days <laughs> is it about about <laughs> I guess if it's just a wow thing or maybe it's a MMO thing about having to have little names for everything right everything is in a tier everything's in a tier list everything in a spectrum so you're a dad you're a dad guild what did you say casual plus. plus casual plus plus 
Casual plus dad guild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, so we've been playing uh, Anchorage now. It was uh, incidentally, it was July. It came out the very, very end of July. Um, and uh, correction on live on the podcast. Yeah, live. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so we've been doing that every week. Um, we enter mi- mingle it with uh, Blackwing Lair, which is the previous uh, raid, and um, yeah. It's been good fun. I've mostly been healing um, because that's what paladins are meant to do. And um, but is, there, is this still a nugget of resentment there? I detect. Nah, 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 nah. It's nice. Um, I'm quite happy to heal, and I have actually also managed to get a good amount of wreck gear as well from Anchorage. Um, I got myself Kalimdor's Revenge, which is a very fancy looking sword and I got a lot of the tier 2.5 um, armor I know I can already hear you thinking tier 2.5 what the fuck is that I think you've mentioned tier 2.5 good okay so you're, you're happy Four. with that yeah no, okay happy with that, yeah. so I got um, most so have you got have you got anything best in slot have I got anything best in slot for ret or holy yes ret for Ret. Um Yeah, I've got quite a few best in slot items. Um pretty much all of the tier two point five stuff is best in slot. Um and I have uh, a couple of other bits and pieces here and there. I have uh I don't have the belt, but I do have like the Master Dragon Slayer's ring and a few other bits and pieces there. So yes, I do have some whoa, 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 some bits. Whoa, whoa. The what ring? Master Dragon Slayer's ring. <laughs> Master Dragon Slayer's ring. It's got a hit on it. It's really good. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, fine, it might be, but uh, the, you know, in the decades that World of Warcraft's been out, and the what hundreds, thousands of items. How yeah. many items do you reckon that? Oh my thousands god! Of items. Yeah. Tens of thousands of items. Thousands of items. Thousands. Let's let's go, click with. Click with thousands, Brian. Yeah. Click to click to thousands. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's a drink called Master Dragon Slayer Ring. Yeah, Master Dragon Slayer's Ring. Yeah. That's so generic. It is generic, but it is for a very good reason. Because um, there literally is this. Uh, oh, there's. There's a storyline with a particularly unimaginative blacksmith. <laughs> 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 and he says, "If you master dragon slaying, I will give you this ring." Like, um, there is a genuinely good reason it's called the Master Dragon Slayer's Ring. All right, um, it's not worth going into purely because. What's your sword? What's your sword called? Kalimdor's Revenge. I see. Now that is that is a good name. Yeah. Uh, what about what? So what, what's your? You've not done it for a while, but you used to. You know, post a bunch of images of your uh, paladin posing around. Uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I do that. It's like actually in the guild, I, I've, I've been given a little bit of a, a fashion um, status as well mm-hmm. because I do spend a lot of time dressing up my dolly. Um, any, and... any way to repurpose that content on uh, a blog? 
hosting website, perhaps? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it or not, though, like one of our more recent posts that we did last year was actually me talking about the fashion of WoW. So yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I could repurpose that one. Yeah. Okay, so I know I know you're trying to say something, and I'm just interrupting you, but but tell me, sum up your current look with all the 2.5 gear and your ring of master dragon slaying well you you can't see rings so you'll be happy to to know that um uh, so currently i'm wearing through the look the look is very very orange a sort of it's orange and red um so it's kind of like a peach melba (laughs) look um and um all of the tier 2.5 because Ankaraj is sort of um, is very bug riddled all of the tier 2.5 stuff looks like the carapaces of bugs so um, everything has this sort of insectoid look to it Um, so imagine peach melba and Mm -hmm. sort of beetle bits all over (laughs) Um, over my character and a big sword which has a sort of a kind of orange again to go with the rest of the theme. It has this orange sort of laser razor thing going around it. It's quite good. I think it's a good look. Um, quite chuffed with it. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I've been rocking that outfit for my for my rec gear. Um, that being said. Um, the more common gear that I have is the um, the healing gear, which um, it's a little sad to look at. I'll be honest, because it hasn't really changed, and <laughs> it hasn't changed in uh, oh gosh, probably since the start of Molten Core. Um, I'm wearing a blue dress, and mm-hmm. well, I do have a weapon. Okay, ask me what the name of that weapon is. <clears throat> Rishi, what's the name of your blue dress weapon? My blue dress weapon is Lukamir Il Romantis. Oh, no. See, that's too far. <laughs> that's too yeah, far. That's too far. <laughs> yeah, anything with an Al or an Il or a K. Oh, well, it's, it's Lok apostrophe Amir as well. Uh, no. Reel it in. Yeah. Reel it in. Reel it in, reel it in, but yeah, that is, as many people will know, it's a very, very busy weapon. Because um, mm-hmm. it has a, a lot of plus spell damage and uh, healing on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. And I actually replaced my flowers that I carry about in my offhand very recently yep. as well. Uh, I think I've told you about the flowers. Um, which has actually been replaced by a worm scale blocker, it's called, which is basically a green shield, which looks a little bit like Kakuna, um, the Pokemon. <laughs> uh, genuinely, just I know it's going to be shit for the listeners, but l- look up um, the worm scale blocker for me, and then you'll think Kakuna. Um, but yeah. Um, so it looks like a green Kakuna? Yeah, green Kakuna, yeah. Not Metapod. Oh, shit. Metapod. Yes, fucking hell, Richie. I know, that's... 
Shiny, you could say shiny cocooner. Yeah, yeah, I'll say sh- shiny cocooner. Yeah, but yeah. I actually did mean uh, Metapod. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that disappointing note, uh, yeah, uh, Anchor Eyes didn't do much for me in the way of healing gear. I haven't got that much, but it's because I spent all of my guild um, currency pretty much on the tier gear um, but it's fine because most of the items that you get quite early on in the game, especially for healers are, you know, they are best in slot till the end of the game um, but on that note mm-hmm. speaking of the end of the game yes, there has Hashtag. been yeah, <laughs> there has been a recent uh, announcement that on December the 3rd the final raid of WoW Classic is coming into play the final raid being Naxramas or Nax for short Um, so it's finally been announced um, and everyone's quite excited, we're all preparing and gearing up and getting our consumables uh, doing everything we can that's really annoying because isn't that like the day before lockdown ends in the UK. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. You spend the whole of lockdown getting all your consumables. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but yeah, it's like it's. Um, so was this expected? Uh, yeah, it's, it's been expected for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Just based on the timings and things like that. The thing that isn't expected, or the thing that we still don't have any. Uh, clue on is what happens after Nax. Um, yeah. So there is still that debate of are we going to go into the Burning Crusade expansion? Um, if we are, how are we going to do it? Um, and, and there's a lot of debate. I mean, recently we did a, a little um, survey within the guild just to sort of see who wanted to go into Burning Crusade and what classes you would play sort of thing um, and it, it's kind of like right okay we, we could do that but there's also this sort of possibility that like are we going to be able to keep our characters is there going to be any rules around it are we perhaps going to have to start fresh with new characters for the Burning Crusade I mean I doubt that that would be the case but the thing is all these questions are still kind of up in the air because it's you know, it's not actually been confirmed in any fashion. Now, I know I should be just fucking content. Like, play Naxxramas. It's a big raid. It's lots of new content that I've never done before. But everybody's like, fucking hell, Burning Crusade. Is it round the corner? Are they going to say something or not? Um, and, it, you know, I'd like to find out as well myself, to be honest. Um, because we don't know. Um, what's going to happen after Max? Um, that so means. You, sorry, go on. Sorry, you've mentioned this a couple of times before, um, and I'm sure I've asked you before. When you say there's content that you've not done, yeah, why? I, I presume we're referring to when, basically, when you did WoW first time around. Yeah. How come you didn't do that content before? Um, the raids. 
Uh, it, it was a very, very different. It was a different time, Farley. No, no. It, <laughs> but it, it really was. Um, and I, to be honest, I think there's a weird statistic that goes around about the number of people who actually did knacks, and it is like one percent of the WoW community did knacks in so classic. Why? why? Why is that? What was happening at the time when it first came out? Was it just that there was so much else to do? Was it just that people weren't necessarily focused on like the new thing? Was it that it didn't give out, you know, particularly good stuff? I don't think WoW had the right grounding at that point, if you know what I mean. Um, like it was just mess. It was less of a clear, like, here's the new content. Well, no, no, they, they were very good with the... the, the the patch notes and updating everything every time but the problem was like there wasn't enough communication on how to do these raids so there was always going to be a little bit of investigation but the first time round when Nax was announced and came out they also announced there was going to be a new expansion the Burning Crusade um, so people were kind of like oh why the fuck do I care about Nax um, and there was a big drop off there initially or I, I assume that was what happened actually um, but I never got as far I got um, I got as far as Blackwing Lair with raiding and my guild folded and then it was kind of like you were trying to find guilds and things like that so management of guilds was, <clears throat> was a tough were thing like a, were you like a vagrant? yeah or a ronin <laughs> it was more vagrant than Ronan, wasn't it? <laughs> it was definitely more vagrant. Um, but <laughs> uh, I think uh, I actually um, stepped away from WoW, like playing it from a raiding point of view, uh, for quite uh-huh. some time. And in fact, I didn't even raid that much in uh, the Burning Crusade. Um, I did Karazhan and Separate Shine Cavern and um, a little bit of the other little raids, but I didn't really raid regularly and I think what I like this time around is there is more of a structure or maybe I'm just really really lucky to be in a guild which has that kind of structure that enables me to do this raiding regularly and run through because maybe other people out there are struggling the other thing is people were onboarding to World of Warcraft quite late on into its um into its life cycle, so people were joining World of Warcraft when, like, Anchorage was about to end, you know? Imagine starting a new character now, having to get all the way up to level 60, do all of the previous raids, and get to Naxxramas, just to find out that a few weeks later, uh-oh, the Burning Crusade expansion is going to be released in January, you know? So, like, oh, shit, I've got to wait and do this thing, <laughs> you know? Uh, the timing of it was was a, a little different, and like I say, the communication that they had um, for like or, or just the communication in general, I think, was a big issue. There wasn't guides, there wasn't Discord, there wasn't um, you know uh, like a, a clear idea of what was happening. Probably because the devs didn't know themselves, you know. Are we going to make this an expansion, or are we just going to fold this thing into the next expansion? 
and, and, and it did become what it became. And that's why we have people who are pining to replay um, classic and relive or actually go through and experience um, the the raids again. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Because for you, it's, it's basically new old new content right new old new content yeah exactly so it, stepping into Anchorage is something I hadn't done before and that was new and it was cool and it was exciting <clears throat> um, I, I know I didn't get that much I, I got good rec gear from it <laughs> but um, I, I think I had a lot of fun because they did have some really fucky bosses in there bosses that didn't necessarily matter about damage but it mattered about how quickly you could damage them and things like that it's quite an interesting uh, bunch of mechanics it'd be very cool to well from the little you've seen of world of warcraft and then just seeing a 40 man constructed raid of Ankaraj and how we go through it uh, i'd be interested to see your sort of reaction to it as well i should do a stream one day for you yeah i mean we, we've kind of been putting off some of this in the vain hope <laughs> we might actually get to hang out in the same room at some point yeah yeah um, but given that that always seems to be just on the horizon and then taken away uh, uh, perhaps a stream would be in order because as you may have noted from my question during these segments I am genuinely interested uh, and again I, I find it really hard to get my head around uh, what you mean by some of these things and you know the like how come there was content that came out that you didn't do previously uh, as well as you know just well the content is gated that's the thing you need to have a guild of 40 mess. people you know yeah so I guess that really changes yeah. the um, changes how you play really yeah um, and, and yeah it's necessary to have these people around and for people to know their roles. Don't, don't. <laughs> don't, just don't. Um, <laughs> to, to know their spec um, in order to do what they have to do and stand in the right place. I And, like, the work that the, the officers do is great, you know, because they genuinely are just sort of saying, and I'm not fucking brown-nosing. They won't listen to this. They don't yeah, care. Here we go. It's just the, the work that they do just to make sure that we fucking do it properly. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nax is coming out. And that's us in the end game, as Benedict Cucumber Patch would say. We are in the end game. And. Um, this is also going to be a weird one because a lot of people will just want to have seen the content, cleared it, done it, we're good, we don't care anymore. And probably uh, a few people will just be like, I've done it, I'm happy, I'm not interested in seeing it anymore, I I'm done, I'm good. Um, so it's it's going to be the end of the WoW Classic journey. Yes. Um, now, I personally would like to do it for a few weeks because I'd like to collect some things from it. I'd also like to get good at it because um, it's a big raid. It's a very big raid and I'd like to continue sort of 
getting items and also working my way through the fucking thing and you know seeing those different uh, aspects of the game but I think it's kind of a hurdle we'll have to see what happens because not just that Nax comes out and then Christmas fucking hits as well you know so there's going to be like because uh, we're all dad guild you know it's going to be like uh, no sorry Christmas is the time for the family not going to be playing so they're, they're probably yeah. going to be well, a, a little bit of a drop off there as well maybe not this year huh? <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah that's true <laughs> just wait for Boris to turn up Christmas has been cancelled yeah. we're cancelling it yeah, till yeah. July 2021 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it will be over by next Christmas <laughs> yeah um but yeah um I, I lost my train of thought yeah so I'd love to see that we will continue on with um Nax but I have a feeling and I think this will be a general thing across the whole classic community that you see Kilthazad, which is the final bad guy, and then, yeah, I'm good. I think, uh, let's drop off, leave it for now. Um, we'll come back when and if the Burning Crusade uh, comes out. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly expect there will be an announcement of the Burning Crusade at the point of Naxxramas launching. Um and we'll just have to see where the game goes from for there. Um, but How yeah. many hours are you in WoW Classic now? I don't know. I haven't done my slash played at all. I could do it right now if you want. Um, it's probably really, really, really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> Right. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna launch it and find out. Super interesting for the for the listeners here. Um, well, it's just <clears throat> you know, it's just um, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but um, the idea of kind of uh, value and and now that there's potentially an end for some players with WoW Classic. Um, yeah. You know, we've discussed that it's been particularly good at kind of getting lapsed players back uh, players who are there for the nostalgia and perhaps not not there for what current retail content is like um so yeah it's just interesting it would just be interesting to see kind of how many hours you put in um and if you can remember how that compares to your first run although i imagine it's still be less more or less wow okay how sick are you feeling uh, a little okay what is your estimate in days as to how long I've spent on this well <clears throat> with the guild and the officers that you love so much um, <laughs> you've, de- you've definitely had a routine around this one um, yeah uh, I reckon <clears throat> 20 days? How much is that? 20 days. 400. Uh, God. <laughs> it's, it's 480 hours, right? 480 hours, yeah. Okay. No, that's ridiculous. No, that's nowhere near enough. <laughs> Boom. Exactly. 40 days and 14 hours. 
Wow, like Jesus. <laughs> in the desert, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight up. And what yeah, I, I got. Yeah. I got whispered as soon as I went online there as well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so 40, 40 days, and it came out in August last year. You can turn that into a fucking percentage of your life as well. Very, very easily. <laughs> yeah, that's 960 hours, dude. Since yeah. August. Yeah. Well, that's a good game, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, spent money on it. Yeah. <laughs> so when. So you're gonna. You're gonna. Continue with it, right? Uh. Yeah, I think so. What would make you? What do you have a goal, or are you just gonna see how it goes? Or will you be like, well, you know, Burning well, Crusade comes out, I'm gonna have to tap out, or I, I, I want to do Nax, and I'd like to see as much as Nax as possible, and I'd like to collect as many things in Nax as possible. Uh, when Burning Crusade comes round, I think I will, I will definitely continue with my character. Um. And it would be good to see Karazhan because that is a really good raid. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I'd like to play that again. Separate Shrine, I wasn't too fond of as a raid. Um, Serpent Train. Serpent Shrine. Is that like Doom Train? But it's just made of snakes. Shrine. S-H-R-I-N-E Serpent Shrine Serpent Shrine Oh my god <laughs> Fuck you yeah. um, uh, All I, I think I want to go back For the Burning Crusade And get my character to 70 And see how I feel um, See how things are Is the guild all still together Are we you know, still able to progress And that sort of stuff um, it, it's, I think you've got to take These hurdles as it comes um, and see how it goes um, also again th there are so many questions about how that actually works if it's going to work mm -hmm. you know because it, I don't want to go into too much of a rhetor uh, rhetoric um, <laughs> of um, what some of the other podcasts are saying as well it's like currently in classic there is a big issue with servers uh, most yeah. servers are horde heavy as in like they favor players playing as the horde um and with burning crusade brings in blood elves and everybody fucking loves the blood elves um even i do um which is probably going to mean that it's going to be even more horde players so there's going to be much more of an imbalance in the servers and also the size of the servers is a real issue as well. Um, so currently in Classic, servers are like 10, 20 times bigger or more populated than they were back in the day, um, which leads to you're bumping into a lot of people a lot of the time, um, which is a, is a pain in the arse for collecting things out in the world it's also a bit of a pain for like um, just being out in the world because PvP happens a lot and if you're a healer spec it's not fun 
not fun to sit there and just get trounced, you know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it. yeah. I love that. I love that. Wow, classic is having an overpopulation moment. <laughs> Natural resources are being stripped. Uh, it's too many people to live on the land. Wow. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I imagine there's lots of um, a lot of speculation about <clears throat> what will be done, and uh, I don't know from from a completely not really into WoW or the WoW community side of things. Uh, I imagine a lot of cynicism that Blizzard aren't really going to do very much at all. Yeah, like um, they'll probably do the most minimum thing possible because, like, it isn't their cash cow. Yes, there will be lots of people who will do the subscription, that's fine. But the cash cow is WoW Retail, which has all of the in-game microtransaction-y stuff and things like that. And the transfers, buying WoW Gold and all that sort of stuff. Um, I... Uh, yeah, it, it's just a thing, that's all. Um, and... Um, it's... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think it's probably best to end it there. Any final thoughts on well? Well, I, I mean, the whole point I really wanted to bring this up was is how great a raid Naxxramas is going to be. Um, but I didn't talk about it at all. I've <laughs> just talked about everything around it. Fuck it. I, I tell you what, we'll do a <laughs> Naxxramas update once I've done Nax, um, and then we can yeah, there we go. Talk about it. Post, post-match uh, dissection. Okay, cool. So, Farley, I have yes. not played the new Pokemon expansion because I needed to sink 960 hours into another game. <laughs> <laughs> There's no balance. It's all, it's all on one. So, as you may or may not know, uh, if you're not especially a Pokemon player, the second final question mark expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield came out incidentally it is oh definitely gosh. definitely definitely not the final one they still haven't brought Megas uh, back yeah you say that um, I know the second expansion came out when did it come out it's so weird isn't it you look forward to these dates for so <laughs> long and then after the date you can't fucking remember when they came out I don't think it's been out for a month yet um and it added a huge new area, Crown Tundra, to the south of the old region. So the, the expansion before was the Isle of Armour. Um, the Isle of Armour was quite well received, I think, um, because it's Pokemon and because the Pokemon community is particularly toxic. Uh, there are still people out there ranting about how, uh, you know, this is Game Freak selling you back the original, you know, basically selling you back Pokemon in which they cut from the national decks, blah, 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 blah. Um, but aside from that, uh, the Isle of Armour was kind of, because, you know, sometimes the Pokemon community come together and they rub their two brain cells together. It, it got lauded as uh, the expansion for competitive players because, you know, there was a vending machine which made buying vitamins easier and a move tutor. Um, I didn't especially see that. Um, so if Isle of Armour is kind of the competitive expansion, then I would categorise this one as the fan service um, <laughs> expansion. Okay. Um, 
you've barely played it, right? So, so <laughs> I feel a bit bad in that. I, I'll try and avoid spoiling it for you. Um, uh, so yeah, with the with the Crown Tundra, um, and they gave a little bit away in, in kind of teasers and trailers. Um, there's a, f- a focus on legendary Pokemon. So all the legendaries, virtually all the legendaries <clears throat> that were um, not in it have all come back. Um, and you access uh, a dozen or so of them through what essentially is the story uh, mode in this Crown Tundra and then the rest are in this new uh, mode, this Dynamax Adventures mode and there was tons of speculation and it just drives me nuts I don't know if you saw any of it um, I imagine you probably get a lot of it thinking about WoW as well there were tons of speculations from you know every, seconds of teaser trailers about how Dynamax Adventures was going to work and <laughs> blah, 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 is it going to do this, is it going to do that um, but essentially the way I say it's the fan service expansion is because um, they've done their level best I think to to almost not quite, almost completely eliminate uh, the need to soft reset to catch your legendary shiny so um, you know this is the, the practice of the quickest way to kind of reset an encounter for this whatever one in six thousand one in four thousand chance of getting a shiny is to kind of reset your console <coughs> and so you see streamers just you know playing for 10 minutes resetting their console playing for 10 minutes, <laughs> oh wow console. that is some great fucking streamer content right there yeah there. i know watch me know. reset my computer watch over me, and over yeah. and over again oh my god yeah i mean especially people who um uh, who were uh, trying to get like a shiny starter in, in I think it's Ultra and Ultra Moon. Oh, okay. Because um, you have to sit through all the preamble. I think you have to choose your gender, then you have to choose your name, then you have to go and do something else before you actually get your first Pokemon, and then, you know, it's a pure odds thing to reset. So, Farley, do you remember when I got a shiny starter and I didn't realise that I got a shiny starter? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> just given a given a shiny, uh, what's it? Tepig. Yeah. Um, it's great that they give you a free yeah. shiny, isn't it? You know, like no, Richie, that's not, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking lucked out, you big it's not prick. At all. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, so yeah. So Dynamax Adventures is uh, you join up with four other people online you can do it so a little bit harder uh, because you have to rely on the stupid uh ai um and if you're in a crappy team and they'll just keep spamming support moves and no one does any extra damage uh and then you fight four pokemon it's like a series of branching paths um so you know one of the types of the legendary so you you go to dynamax adventures you know that there's a fire legendary at the end so it could mean that's ho-oh it's fire and flying it could be reshiram which is fire and something else it could be entei which is just fire uh and so you get given some uh what you call them rental pokemon make your way through this maze so but okay i know it's a fire pokemon at the end so i'm going to try and stock up on some rock and water pokemon so you can through these branching paths you have four battles you can any Pokemon you catch, and you're guaranteed to catch them. You can add 
you could get, add to your party. Um, if more than one of you wants to add it, uh, there's some random number which decides which one of you gets it. Uh, and then you have the final encounter. So they're not like standard um, Dynamax raids. So the, each of the Pokemon you fight don't have the shield system. They can be affected by confused ray and stuff like that. So it works a little bit um, kind of quicker. Um, but what people quickly discovered is there's a ridiculously high chance of the four Pokemon that you catch by doing Dynamax Adventures of being shiny. It's something like one in a hundred, as opposed to uh, one in the thousands. Um, and so it's made it significantly easier in many cases to get shiny legendaries, including legendaries that you couldn't get shiny before, as well as picking up a whole host of shinies kind of on the way. Uh, and then for the legendaries which are in the story mode and roaming around, so you've got three roamers, you've got three static ones, and then you've got a whole story one who you follow around. Um, they've just made it so that you can you can encounter those as many times as you want. So if you wanted to shiny hunt a Regirock, um, you just keep going up and killing a Regirock and it spawns again, and you keep going up and it spawns again, um, which has almost never been the case before with these legendaries. Yeah. Right? They've been very, very protected. In terms of hunting, so you, you basically, if you accidentally knock it out or it's not shiny, that you have to reset the game, and so that's very good. Uh, as ever, though, <laughs> lots of people complaining that um, if uh, one of the Pokemon appears in Dynamax Adventures, um, it, it, it significantly reduces its stock as a shiny Pokemon, if you like, um, because it's far, far, far easier to encounter it. So, for example, I spent hours. Uh, hatching shiny Pokemon. I spent hours. There was a thing called the fishing. I don't know. It was a glitch. Or the fishing method in <clears throat> um, Omega Ruby, no Alpha Sapphire, to catch a shiny Relicamp. Um, yeah. And now it's much kind of easy to get one of those in in this Dynamax Adventures. Are uh, you better about that? Uh, I I'm not. So I've done really <laughs> done really well. So the reason why I asked you about WoW is because I've Put about 780 hours into the <clears throat> now. Um, wow. The most played Pokemon game. Um, I do think Sword and Shield is uh, the best one um, so far, and that definitely is strengthened by both expansions. There are some crazy people out there who are who are like, no, oh, you know, top three, but I still prefer Diamond and Pearl. You are, you're insane. You're high. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there is app. There's no comparison, um, right? As, as I mentioned before. Well, um, I'm, I'm gonna just sort of quickly interject here because I do have some issues. Yeah, I go mean, on. Because I was just, I mean, the sheer fact that I have not played this to the level that you have played it as well. I, I struggle with Sword and Shield as, um definitely not as one of the best ones in the series and I'm not saying that for any reason it's got great mechanics it gives you the full ability to do everything quality of life that you previously wanted before I find it nuts that you've put more time in there than you have with the other ones where you had to spend ages shiny hunting and you probably got three shinies out of that Um, but um I think, again, it's it boils down to one thing, um, and that is it's not on a truly portable device. 
and that it bothers me. Um, now, I know you can argue that, yes, of course, it's fucking portable, you can take it anywhere, it's got a fucking screen. Um, I would kill right now, um, well, <laughs> that's a bit brutal, um, I would really... <laughs> I, I would literally kill someone right now. <laughs> I would just straight up decapitate them. Um, no, no, I, I really want a Switch model that is smaller. Um, and I don't mean that that little the the one that they've got is it's still not small, you know it's still quite big. I want I want DS size. I want the ability to take it out of my pocket and play a Switch. I know that yeah, sounds said, fucking not... nuts, but it's just no 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 it doesn't. Um, but you I've I've don't think I've seen anyone I I don't know how many. Uh, let's say Nintendo gamers are quite like you, but you always just have your DS just in your pocket, right? Yeah. Um, and as a consequence, all your DSs <laughs> got completely fucked. Well, not completely fucked. I lost like, one. Wobbly, wobbly hinge. No, just through, just through sheer use, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, and also because you were just carrying around literally in your pocket like a some fucking beast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there are. Uh, I'm sure there are a percentage of other uh, other people who, who, who use it in quite the same way. Um, so yeah, I can see that. Um, the the portability, that. like, I, I like the Switch, but I never, I never got behind the Wii U, and I never really got behind um, the Wii either. I, I enjoyed them, um, but I think for Nintendo cor- cons- consoles. Corsolas, Nintendo Corsolas, <laughs> for Nintendo con. Oh, for fuck's sake, Richie, say the words. <laughs> say the words. <laughs> Use your words, Richie. Um, for Nintendo consoles, I definitely yes. lean more to the portability. I loved how much, how many hours I spent on um, the DS and 3DS. Was you know that is what made that uh, console for me, and I don't know, like. I enjoy the Switch. I enjoy some titles like uh, Mario Odyssey that feel like mm-hmm. they should be on the big screen. But for Pokemon, I'm so grounded in that being a portable title. I mean, I struggled even playing fucking XD in Coliseum on the GameCube for many reasons, not just the fact that it was on the GameCube. <laughs> um, yeah, there but are a lot of reasons to struggle to play those games. <laughs> yeah, but One um, of which is you fight. 400 ludicolos back to back but yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah it's uh i think the portability of it is what made pokemon for me and to a certain degree it was the same with like animal crossing and things like that i'm not going to play animal crossing on the big screen that doesn't appeal to me if i had it in my pocket and could bring it out in a commute or bring it out you know like when traveling i know the commutes aren't a thing anymore um, yeah. But it is. Remember those kids commutes. <laughs> um, but I, I really. That is how I played uh, Pokemon, um, and it's gone that ability. You know, unless they bring out. I, I don't understand why they can't just bring out a fucking folding switch. I would buy it in an instant. You know, I would be so happy with that that I could just put it in my pocket. You know. And I don't care if it's got <laughs> shittier graphics. I was happy with the shittier graphics. And I don't say that very often, Farley. 
you know. As a, you know, PC nerd. Um, interesting, but then, but then at the same time, I mean, you know, without wanting to delve into the psychology of Richie too much, because that's a fool's errand. Yeah, uh, at the same time, you're not really playing a 3DS either, right? What do you mean? Uh, so because there's a new technology out, you want to be playing on the new technology. Yeah. Uh, but so you're not playing your 3DS even though you love the portability of the 3DS anymore because there's newer stuff. But then you don't like the newer stuff because it's not as portable as the older stuff. Yeah, I think it's more just that... Um... No, like, I don't mind the newer stuff that's on there. Like, I don't mind Mario Odyssey. I enjoyed and I played, yeah. and it was great up in the big screen. Yeah. But it's Pokemon I feel more yeah. comfortable having as a, a portable game. Yeah. And it, that transition... Not, yeah. You're not playing your 3DS anymore, right? No, Pokemon no, no. Pokemon your 3DS. No, no. Yeah. Why would I do that? A new version's come out. <laughs> what a new I... version that you don't want to play this is the bizarre anyway um yes that's i mean that's all that's all fair enough and i imagine there are uh other people in a in a similar situation to you in a support um, group yeah support <laughs> why aren't my specific needs being catered for? <laughs> i'm a niche market look after me <laughs> um yeah, and you know, particularly considering that you do so much gaming on a PC, like it, which is you know, your switch is right there. Anyway, um, so yeah, is is like I say, is hands down, um, portability aside, which maybe some some gamers have an issue with as well. Um, you know, there's no real comparing it with any of the other types, just in terms of uh, the scale. Um, just the events. I mean, we mentioned this when um, I think when it first came out. Um, there's a non-stop series of events, whether you're, it's the battle seasons or the competitions or the uh, rotating raids or the occasional giveaways, which are kind of drying up. Um, so yeah, I don't know how you can look at the whole thing and, and say, oh, actually, I prefer you know running around in uh, diamond and pearl. And of course, there are. People screaming about Diamond and Pearl remakes, uh, which I just find incredibly tedious. Um, it's because of the, the age group. The people that are um, it's really, really, it makes me feel old. Is the the age group the people that grew up with Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. They're the ones that are like, oh, it's the best one because you know. Yeah. Like, we played it when we were in our twenties or thirties, uh, you know. But they were playing it when they were like fifteen, sixteen, and. Uh, but it's just, it, yeah. It's just the second, you know, if they do release it, which I'm not even sure they will do. Who knows? It's just the second it comes out, uh, you know, or the second it's announced, you then get a whole bunch of people saying, "Oh, when's." Uh, when's the Heart Gold Soul Silver run remakes coming out? Re 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 remakes coming out. It's just yeah, this. Oh yeah, if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah, yeah. The ne- yeah, the next old thing. Um, but what I will say is, uh, so I, I said put seven hundred odd hours into this. Um, but unlike uh, some of the other games, where I'd probably put five hundred, I remember putting five hundred hours into the original Sapphire. Probably um, Alpha Sapphire as well. 
uh, is those 700 hours are much better hours. <laughs> a lot of those hours that were put into the older games was, uh, I'm sure you did the same, cycling back and forth in front of a daycare centre, hatching eggs. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that horrible, torturous end game. Uh, whereas, you know, I still feel 700 odd, odd hours in, there are still things that I want to do. I still sometimes... Uh, you know, boot up the game. I'm like, oh, okay, could do this, could do this, could do this. Um, I could just relax and you know, do some raiding online, um, hoover up some items, do a bit of training, uh, or you know, I could kind of follow the storyline. Um, so I've, I've left a couple of the storylines unfinished deliberately, uh, uh, or go shiny hunting, or just do these Dynamax adventures, um, or put a bit of effort into competitive. So it's a, it's a much healthier and funner <laughs> uh, kind of end game um than it has been in in any of them um a couple of other things about the crown Thunder, i guess is the wild area is kind of huge um like really huge i don't know how big it is i think part of it as we mentioned before is it's new so it just feels completely maze-like there's a couple of caves which do feel maze-like the first couple of times you're in them and then you kind of work out where they are uh, or how they work <clears throat> and they become subsequently they become less huge uh, and we got a whole bunch of pokemon back uh slash namely back. <laughs> um, mainly all bar two of the fossil pokemon are back <laughs> um, including omastar so uh omastar of uh an omastar is for life blog post fame has moved, made the transition to Galar, um, uh, which is lovely to see and to have. Um, also, uh, unfortunately, I'm on Shield, so I don't get Omanite or Omastar in the wild. Uh, but fossils are in the wild for the first time ever, um, which means you can catch them in balls other than Pokeballs. You can shiny hunt them if you want. Um, so it's all very exciting couple of other uh additions but um but what's weird is you don't feel you know there's a couple of obvious ones so when you're running around the icy area there's uh cryogonor so many of them i saw yeah <laughs> yeah um uh, is running around and then tyrantrum is running around but then you still get quite a few of the ones which are available in the other areas popping up so i wish they slightly tweaked it so that it did feel like you know Encountering new Pokemon rather than oh here's something that I saw in the other two areas still running around here. Uh, Stream is great. Um, again, it's Pokemon, so it's not it's not you know you won't be weeping into your cornflakes or or <laughs> you know thinking about what what happens in Pokemon on your way to work the next day. Um, and if you really wanted to gun it, like with the Isle of Armour, you know, it could be over in hours. Um, they do something a little bit different, which I won't spoil. And they manage to hide some secrets as well, which is phenomenal, given how leaky um, the game is. Things I don't know then. Things you don't know then and may never find out. <laughs> nah, I'll definitely find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, looking at who's not yet and this is a bit of uh whereas theory speculation um so we're still missing 
uh, quite a few Pokemon. Um, uh, and when you look at the Pokedex, you know, there's this tantalizing kind of empty menu space. You think, well, you know, maybe there's a third expansion coming, um, or there's room for one. And if you look at the flavor of the Pokemon not included yet, it's basically all the birds and then very many jungle themed yeah. Pokemon. Um, I heard so this, look, yeah. Yeah. If you look through their Pokedex, it's things like Tropius, uh, which is just a walking banana tree. Um, the two fossil Pokemon, Bastiodon and Rampardos, who are not in it yet, uh, both have, you know, both in their Pokedex live in the jungle. Uh, we've not got two cannon and all the birds. So, I don't Oricorio. know. Yeah. Oricorio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, potentially some kind of, you know, uh, jungle, Amazon, paradise themed area. Perhaps. Um, Madagascar. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Madagascar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a Madagascar area. Actually, is primate, primate in it? I can't remember. Uh, unfortunately, Passimian's already in it. Uh, yeah. The Lima uh, effects. Um, so, yeah, overall, I think it's, it's great. I've put loads of hours into it. Um, uh, there's a lot more to do online. Um, and I don't think I, I was skeptical when. Uh, so, yeah, those potentially scope for a third jungly themed um, expansion. Out of curiosity, out of the ones yeah. that are missing, I mean, I, I guarantee and I, I stand by this that we will still see Megas before. Um, the end of this generation. Um, maybe there's will be we'll like uh, the last time because we had uh, the uh, two expansions. Maybe there'll be like jungle expansion, then Megas expansion, which will be more focused <laughs> on whatever. But we will definitely see it money on this um, before we move <laughs> to the next. I set. mean, there are there are some people who ju- you know just every time. Uh, any of the you know, the European, American, Japanese Pokemon or Nintendo accounts tweet anything. They're right underneath saying, "Oh, when are Mega's coming back? When are Z moves coming back?" Uh, oh, I couldn't um, care less about <laughs> Z moves, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think you know, um, uh, and, and you know that's that's fair enough, and and they could quite easily incorporate them back. Um, uh, you know, and it just means that you can't, you can't Dynamax if you've, if you've Mega Evolved. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I just remember watching the, all the competitive, and it, okay, it's difficult because um, there's barely been one back-to-back kind of um, competitive tournament with the same rule set, right? Because uh, for Sword and Shield, because Sword and Shield came out. Uh, and then they've rolled out some extra Gigantamax forms. So the first rule, competitive rule set for Sword and Shield didn't even have all the Gigantamax Pokemon. Then the Gigantamax Pokemon came out. Then they added those. Then we got uh, the Kanto starters. Got So it's not really had a chance to settle down, which makes it actually really interesting, um, I think, um, from a kind of watching it point of view. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I think we already whinged about how just dull it got at the end of um, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, um, where it basically became a race between who could get who could get the Kyogre 
Sugar or ground on weather up, and then that was it. Um, really, really boring. Uh, whereas the format is really interesting. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether makers will come back or not. There's also, <laughs> I put no stocking it, but there's also the, the fact that you know Mega Evolution is on a different timeline than the universe in which these games are set in. I don't just don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that. Um, we kind of played a podcast all about the different timelines and the the multiverse theory and all that sort of stuff. I thought, nah, it's not going to be good. But yeah, no. okay. Anything more you wanted to say about Swisher? Swisher? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, it's really good. Um, with I don't know. Maybe it's just because the age we're getting to, um, but uh, you know, the the next generation's kind of on the horizon, and I could not be less interested. I think, um, you know, I, and I just don't understand what's going on with Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it might be in, a, in an old manny way. It might be because they're just becoming PCs, right? Um, uh no, no, they're they're, they're moving further away from the PC. Um, but the, side of things, but they're sort of you know, but they're becoming iterative, um, uh, yeah, iterative console experience is definitely has to have a different experience from the PC experience, and it will always, it always will, and that's why you have shit like these peripherals. I, I know you get VR on, on PC as well as you get on the, the other things, but there is, um, yeah, the console experience will always be a different experience to the PC one. I know ultimately it's still playing games, but uh, with PCs, there's still always a fight to use a controller. And with um, PC, you're always going to have a struggle. Uh, sorry, with console, you're always going to struggle to use mouse and keyboard. And that is a fundamental difference. And it does change the way your games are as well. Yeah, I don't think it's a big enough different you know the, the kind of similarities we're getting to are, are you know just sitting through update screen and that's the thing i've always loved about the switch is is uh you know you sit down hit the button and that's it you're you're in um you're you're kind of playing but uh, so i don't know so i was just the only reason i was thinking about the next generation um and particularly pokemon is uh, you know, there's still a couple of Pokemon games to come out. Um, Pokemon Sleep, I don't know what happened to that. Detective Pikachu 2 supposed to be on the Switch. That horrible MOBA game is supposed to come out on the Switch. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know how long, uh, because of ridiculous market forces, uh, the Switch will go on. So whether Sword or Shield is just, you know, the Switch Pokemon game and we'll move on to something else. Um, but I have enjoyed it a lot and will continue to enjoy it I think for quite some time yeah no I, I think it'll it'll continue going it seems to be a bit more of a games of a service uh, game than anything else um, Pokemon wise I, I think it'll continue on through the life cycle of the Switch and maybe on to um, the next um, one as well but I think they need to sort of uh, drip feed um, what Pokemon they bring to it and of course, Megas, maybe even Z moves further down the line. Um, the fact that we don't know is shit. It's, it's the same thing with the fucking Burning Crusade. Just like make an announcement, make some kind of, you know, 
something yeah. to make us excited about it, you know, rather than uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like with with them, um, and I, I've mentioned it before. <coughs> um, uh, you know what is happening with Pokemon Home? Um, it is not currently worth the subscription fee. I think. I mean. I'm going to pay it because obviously Pokemon Home is nearly full and I have nowhere for those Pokemon to go. Um, but it's not a good thing. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> there's so much more they could be doing with it. We're still waiting for Go integration and then it looks like Go integration is going to work on, possibly going to work on some kind of currency for transfer. Definitely yeah. on some kind of currency. Um, that's not confirmed. Uh, but it is yes. by Richie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's all, it's all just getting a bit m messy, I think. Um, that's my that's my feeling. Whereas in the past, it was very kind of clear because you were you were transferring everything from one game to the next game, um, and that has been one of the really great things about you know with these expansions is okay. Well, there's a new wave of my old guys to bring over, and you've got the ribbons and, and blah blah blah. Um, so yeah. Uh, uh, a fragmented future where you know there are already a raft of Pokemon which I've transferred up which are just stuck on a home um, you know no idea when those are going to be able to get off home if ever uh, and the same with uh, this Pokemon Go integration if we're going to be funneling everything from Go into home it's like well, what's what's next uh, you know and then on top of that thinking about all the different things you have to pay for um, in the meantime so yeah We'll see. But yeah. for the time being, it's, it's some good games. Cool. So, I set you a task at the start of this episode, or of sorts, yes. to uh, brainstorm an ending for the show. Yeah. Did you brainstorm an ending? I did brainstorm an ending. Okay, okay. So, uh, but you have to do something as well. I have so to you do have to, Yeah, so you have to finish my sentence, okay? that's it we're, we're closing it okay are you ready possibly oh no hang on yeah are you ready I got it okay okay you go for it. so that that brings us to the end uh, and we've talked about a couple of end games in two massive gaming franchises uh, next week we don't know what we're doing so I don't know why I suggested that we talk about next week um, so we know what we're doing next week. We know we know what we're doing next week. We're going to talk more Pokemon at people. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk more Pokemon at people. Um, and so until then, this is where the ending begins, okay? So just... Right, okay, I'm ready. Sentence. Yeah. You ready? That guy's a maniac? Why'd he bite me? Hey!